Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Happy 4th of July, 2021, everybody. This is Brother Charles Chuck Eberhardt uh, welcoming you into the, I believe it's the 4th, number 4. And we're on the 4th of July, amen, of Hosanna Shout. That's the name of our little podcast God laid on my heart, and we're starting it. With great help from our middle child, our uh, second daughter, uh, Lori. She's here with us today. She'll probably partake and help read the scripture. So we're uh, welcoming you in, and the Lord invites you in to another podcast here. Hosanna, as I said, and I'll continue to say, means it's interpreted in English, Lord God, save us now. Help us now. And I say again, you need salvation, friend. Amen. We all need to be saved and set free. We're here on uh, Independence Day, and we were set free. We won the victory uh, in the uh, Revolutionary War. It took a long time, you know, but freedom is not free. You may have to do things in this old natural world to uh, maintain freedom. We're getting a little weak in that, it seems like, these days, and we don't want to stand up for what's right, stand upon the chief cornerstone, Jesus Christ, and stand upon the Holy Word of God. But He gave it to us. He gave us His freedom, and we need to stand upon His Word. It did not come cheap. It cost the precious Son of God His life on Calvary. He shed that blood that we could be free. Are you free today? Amen. Oh, I can say, Amen. I can shout, I'm free. <laughs> Thank Amen. God I'm free. Thank you, Jesus. He who the Lord sets free is free indeed. Yes. That he means he, she, little child, a tender child, or an aged old person can receive Jesus Christ. Oh, Lori, are you glad you received Jesus? Yes, I am. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, amen. He'll set you free. He set me free. Hallelujah. So happy 4th. And I hope and pray you know Jesus as your Savior, where you truly are free. I want to share a little bit today in this little podcast uh, about a woman who was bound 18 years. In Luke chapter 13. Luke chapter 13. I'm going to get uh, Lori to read that. She has a better voice than I do. And Lord willing, it'll come across here today. And as I said, you celebrate the 4th. You have a good time on the 4th. It was fought for. Yes, it was. And your salvation was won by the blood of Christ. And you celebrate that, my friend. You ought to be happy in the Lord. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Yes. Amen. If you're free, you ought to shout it and thank God for it every day and witness to others that they too can be free. Luke chapter 13, I believe we'll start here in verse uh, number, uh, yes, 10. 10. Amen. We'll read 10. Uh, thir- through 13 for right now. Okay. Luke 10 through Luke 13 verses 10 through 13. Amen. Okay, if you want to follow along, we use the King James Version. And he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself. 
And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto her, Woman, thou art loose from thine infirmity. And he said his hands, and he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. Yes, amen. amen. Lord, you want to pray for us to, for the podcast here today? Yes, we thank you, Jesus. We yes, know that where the Father. Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Yes. Thank you, Jesus, for our freedom. Thank you for our country, God. Thank you for all your many blessings that you bestow on us today and every day. Help us to uh, share your word, Lord, and be inspired of the Holy Spirit today, this day. Thou art welcome. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Happy Fourth, happy salvation if you know the Lord. Someone I know, we prayed with them recently and they received the Lord. They're still a babe in Christ. Amen. They have that freedom, amen, that they yes. never had before. He gives you freedom. Yes, He does. He gives you liberty. Amen. Those shackles and chains, uh, they're broken and they're torn asunder when you come to the Lord Jesus Christ. This woman was in this synagogue. It was a time to come and... Uh, pay your vows and pay your tithes and, and come and worship God and come and listen to the word read. And, uh, amen. They believe more in the spirit of the law than the mercy of the law. Praise God. This woman was seeking after a healing. She was seeking after uh, mercy. Amen. Uh, they didn't like it too much. We'll see in a minute. Even uh, I'll jump ahead in verse 14. It says, and the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation. You could see them when their nose stuck up in the air, all dressed in finery, all not store-bought, uh, off-the-rack stuff. They had their tailor-maids they were wearing, and they were showing their indignation, showing the folks uh, that this man called Jesus couldn't tell them what they had to do because they had studied the law. Well, I'm here to tell you Jesus said he came to fulfill the law. Yes, he, did. he didn't come to abolish it. He came to fulfill it. When she got her healing that day, that law was fulfilled. And she received mercy from the hand of the Master. Yes. She couldn't worry about it being on the Sabbath. People got to get all worked up uh, what day it is or how you look uh, or what kind of life you've been living. If God is drawing you by the Holy Spirit, you come on and obey Jesus. You come on into Him. To him. It doesn't matter how bound you are. She was bound. Just imagine in your own mind. You might want to try to act it out in your own mind. I could have a, one of the grandchildren were here. They could act it out before us. How do they think the woman looked that very day? Apparently, she probably was stooped over, really stooped over. She might have been all gnarled up, you know, gnarled up and just all crippled up, as they say, uh, as part of the palsy, as part of the paralytic way. You see what I'm saying? Oh, but it's worse than being palsied and paralyzed in the body. You can be paralyzed in the spirit. That's right. You can be palsied up. Your heart can be hardened and embittered. It can be calloused over. You can have hatred in your heart for all people and all mankind. You can hate God, but I want to tell you, He will show you mercy yes, if you will. come and make your way to the yes. cross. If you come and make your way to Thank an old Jesus. altar of repentance, you can kneel beside your bedside. You may not 
be able to get out of that bed of affliction. Just humble your heart before the Master today and He'll touch you. Yes, He will. She was all bowed together. It says 18 years. When I read that recently, it hit me in my heart. I was bowed down and bowed together and away filled up with sin, away from God for 36 years. I had doubled up on that woman. Oh, hallelujah. I had been in sin and sorrow and crippled up in my spirit for 36 years. But when the master touched me that night, oh, hallelujah, I was no longer afflicted in my mind and soul and spirit and in my heart. I got up and loved everybody. Do you hear me today? He puts that love in your heart. Oh, well, you can love the unlovable. He puts that love and joy in your heart where you want to sing praises to the master. How do you think that woman felt? 18 years. Whether they helped her to the synagogue or she was able to make her way, she may have had to start her journey a little bit earlier. My wife's always on me about I knew we should have left earlier. I knew we should have gone a little bit earlier. I hate being late. Usually we're right there on time, praise the Lord. But you know, I know her point. I take her point, and it's a valid point. It's good to start a little bit early. Maybe this woman got a little bit early start. She might have had to rest along the way, but she got up and went. But usually she was just listening to those elders, those that were full of themselves, and said they knew what the law said, but God was trying to show them about having a little bit of mercy having a tender heart towards somebody. Somebody may have affronted you, my friend. Somebody, you may hold them guilty right now for something done years ago. You need to let it go. go. Give it to God. He'll take it all, and He'll fill your heart anew with sweet love. Yes, He will. I thought about that 18 years, and I said, Lady, I had you doubled up. I I was... uh, Oh, I was just all bowed together in sin and hatred and sorrow and bitterness and strife. And Jesus set me free. Hallelujah. He came in and lifted me up. Amen. That March 29, 1990, I was 36 years old. Yes. Hallelujah. Say 36 and uh, like four months and plus old. But praise the Lord, I became a new baby in the Lord. Amen. I was born again. Yes, we still use that terminology and it's appropriate too. You're born again. You're a new creature in Christ. Old things are passed away. If you're bowed together in sin, crippled up in hate and bitterness and strife, He will set you free. Hallelujah. Amen. It says, and when Jesus saw her, He called her to Him. Now listen to this. You've got to do something sometimes. He wants you to come to Him. That may take a little effort. Amen. I've been there. I've got to turn the TV off. <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. You've got to get in the prayer closet. Yes. You've got to get on your knees and on your face before God. You've got to ask Him to forgive you. You've got to ask Him to heal you. You've got to ask Him to help you. Praise God. He said to, He asked her to come to Him. It might have been a little bit more trouble for her. Make her way a few steps, maybe. Might have just been a few steps, but he told her to come to him. 
Do you know you got to come to Jesus? Do you know that today? Come to him. Hallelujah. I'm talking to somebody out there. He said, uh, he called her to him and said unto her, Woman, thou art loose from thine infirmity. Yes. He spoke that word. <laughs> you, you're loose. I'll tell you, when he touches you, you know it. Whether it's in your body, in your mind, in your soul, in your heart, in your spirit, you know he's touched you. Can you say amen? Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Woman, thou art loose from thine infirmity. Amen. It says it was a spirit of infirmity. Do you hear me today? A spirit of infirmity. Yes, I'm going to turn quickly. May you just hold your spot there, but it's 2 Corinthians. Amen. 3 and 17 for a minute. Just a minute here. It was a spirit of infirmity she had. So a lot of things can be on you by spirit. It's not a Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is by an unholy spirit. That's it's right. by the grip of Satan. Disease and sorrow and sickness and strife or anything did not come into this world by Almighty God. He didn't lay all these diseases on humans. That's the work of the devil because of the fall in the garden. When Adam and Eden, Eve fell, all the diseases could rush in. They had their portal. They had their access point. Oh, praise God, but when Jesus comes in, He stops up that access point. Yes, He does. He gives you a new life. You may say, well, I still need a touch. Well, ask Him. Lord, may you touch him today. Lift him out of that spirit of infirmity, I say. Oh, Father, may you bless him today. There's many out there hurting today, Lord. Oh, they need that touch from on high. Oh, the little widow woman who pressed her way through the crowd said, If I may but touch the hem of his garment, no other's garment but Jesus himself. I shall be made whole. Just have that mindset. Have that spirit set. Have that heart set today. If I touch him, oh, with this prayer of faith, he's going to reach down and touch me. You'll be loosed from your infirmity. Whatever it might be, he can break it all. He He can destroy it all. Oh, the anointing destroys the yoke. Any yoke of bondage. You see, he said that was a spirit of an infirmity she was suffering from. And then he told her, Woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmity. When he saves you, he breaks that spirit of infirmity. When he saves you, he sets you free from the grip of old Satan. They used to call him old smutty face. (laughs) Yes, old devil. Oh, the old devil who's going to be in hell and in the lake of fire. Praise God. He'll never be able to approach you again or reproach you. He is an accuser of the brethren. Oh, but the Lord will fix his wagon. Do you hear me today? And I'm so glad of that. But in 2 Corinthians 3 and 17, the Bible says, Now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, 
There is liberty. Happy 4th of July. Amen. <laughs> oh, if you're not saved, you can be saved today. That's and right. you can tell everybody, I got independent on Independence Free. Day when yeah. I became dependent yeah. on Jesus Christ. Yes. I'm dependent Jesus. on the Lord. Some people say, oh, brother, oh, sister, you don't have to get excited about that. Uh, you don't have to lean on that crutch. Yes, if you want to call Jesus a crutch, Lord, let me lean on you. Amen. I lean on you, Lord. Yes, I'm in Jesus need of somebody to lean on. Do you hear me today? You, He'll set you free. Hallelujah. You can be dependent upon Him and be independent from this old world and from sin and sorrow and Satan himself. The devil has to loose his hold on you. Oh, devil, lose your hold. Your hold is broken in the name of Jesus, yes, in, in the, the power of, of the Holy Ghost, and by the blood of Christ. Thank you, Lord. He didn't shed His blood for no reason. He shed His blood that we could have salvation and we could be set free. Can That's you right. say amen? amen? Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And guess what? The Spirit of the Lord was evident in that synagogue that day. Not only the Spirit, but the Lord Himself. Yes. He's the one who called that woman to Him. He's the one who spoke healing into that body. He's the one who delivered her. It doesn't say, but I believe that woman got happy, don't you? Amen. She was in that synagogue, but I believe she had a little Holy Ghost shout. I believe she was just shouting so loud, she might have had the Holy Ghost croup. Went back home and He said, Oh my goodness, who is this? Is this my sister? Is this my cousin? Is this my neighbor lady? Oh, it can't be. Oh, it looks just like her. And she was dressed like that when she was bent, bent halfway over to the ground and made her way to the synagogue as she often does. And I expected her to come back bent over again. Oh, but now she's just bent over praising God. Amen. And she's standing up and leaping and shouting praise God. I believe she sounded more like a Pentecostal, hallelujah, <laughs> celebrating Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He's good to us, friends. Yes, he is. He's mighty good. He's mighty fine. He gave you this spirit, not of infirmity, but of spirit of praise. <laughs> yes, put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. She had that spirit of infirmity. I imagine she had a spirit of... Oh, of heaviness about her. Can you imagine trying to make your way through the town, through the village, uh, even around your own homestead when you can't hardly take one step and make another step in front of the other? But when Jesus touched her that day, hallelujah, she was set free. Took her 18 years to get that freedom. Took me 30 years to receive my pardon from the Master Jesus Christ. You know him today. Turn quickly to Matthew 9. I'm going to have my daughter read that as well. 9. We're both in 9. We were in 9 Luke. We're in 9. I mean, we were in 13 Luke. We're in 9 uh, Matthew. Okay. Praise the Lord. But we're also kind of in corresponding verses. Uh, let me see here. 9. And we want to read Matthew 9. I trust you have your Bible with you. And it's good to read the Bible every day anyway. Yes, it is. Amen. You know, you'll get strength from that holy word. 
And the Spirit of God can move upon you while you read His Word. And He can come upon you and help you. You might be going through a hard time. You might be facing some trials and tribulations and temptations. You might have, uh, you might need comfort. You might be in mourning for someone or something that's happened, a traumatic event in your life. I want to tell you, God is able. Woo. Yes, he is. God is able. Just say that with me. God, God is, is able. able. One more time. God, God is, is able. able. He'll help you, my friend. Yes, he will. And I do want to remind you, you can email us too. Praise God. And tell us uh, uh, you'd like for us to remember you in prayer. And you pray for Hosanna. Shout. You pray for uh, all of us that uh, would get on here and share the gospel of Jesus Christ. We need, uh, we need salvation more today than we've ever needed it, Amen. ever. Matthew chapter 9, verses 9 through 13. And as Jesus passed forth from thence, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the receipt of custom. And he saith unto him, Follow me. And he arose and followed him. And it came to pass, as Jesus sat at meat in the house, behold, many publicans and sinners came and sat down with him and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw it, they said unto his disciples, Why eateth your master with publicans and sinners? But when Jesus heard that, he said unto them, They that behold need not a physician, but they that are sick. But go ye and learn what that meaneth. I will have mercy and not sacrifice, for I am not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Amen. How, yeah. how do they answer Jesus? How can these smart alecks today debate the Word of God? How can they truly debate Jesus? Yeah. They say, well, He's gone on. No, no, no. He's still here. Yes, He is. He is with the Father, yes, but He's everywhere. He is God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. They are everywhere. Three in one. Three persons in one. Amen. And uh, they cannot stand against his word. They cannot gainsay against his word. When Jesus speaks, it will be fulfilled. Do you hear me today? Yes. Now, now I'm thinking about this. The, the, the uh, Pharisees, and you probably throw in the Sadducees, and the lawyers, and the doctors of the law, and the elders, were all gathered together again, you see. What were they doing? Were they saying, well, praise God. Hey, man, look at this man. He's trying to bring more to God. He's even reaching out to these uh, publicans. This man was a publican, you see, when he called him. Was he not? Amen. It says his name was Matthew, and he was sitting at the receipt of custom. And that is a publican. He was a tax collector. They hated tax collectors because they were taking their money. Well, you might say, well, I can get behind that a little bit. But you know, when I hate, hate nobody, it's hard. I know it's hard, but that's the truth. God, it takes God, but God will help us with that. But they hated tax collectors as much as they hated the Gentiles, those who were non-Hebrews. That was all of us who were not Hebrew. God came to his own, you know, and his own received him not. That was the children of Israel. But as many as received him, the Bible says, to them gave he power. Yes. Woo! The power of God. Amen. To become the sons of God, even to them that believe on His name. Do you believe on the name of Jesus today? Yes. I don't care if you bowed over and bent over in sin. 
I don't care what you have partaken in in your life. He can break that power. Yes, he will. If you believe on the name of Jesus Christ and ask him to save your hellbound soul, he'll do it. He'll do it. Praise God. But see, I believe a lot of the common folks back then, <clears throat> they feared the elders because of their status, because of their station in life, and because they were taught from an early age to respect and to reverence them. Uh, they probably respected them somewhat. A lot of times it was not earned respect, though. They thought more about their, their position in life than they felt about the neighborhood and the people that surrounded them. No matter what they were caught up in, they could accuse them. They could point the bony finger at the people and accuse them and tell them if they disturbed one jot or tittle out of the word. The Lord said every jot and every tittle will be fulfilled. That's in Him. That's through Him. Amen. Amen. But I believe a lot of them feared the elders, maybe respected some, and uh, more so the office. Just like you may not like who's the governor, or who's the president. You have to respect the office, though. So they probably did back in those days to a degree. But they couldn't find any love <laughs> for these Pharisees here. They kept pointing out these things. And a lot of it, as Jesus rightly called them, they were hypocrites. He said, you're hypocrites. <laughs> Amen. What, what, did they, uh, what did the Lord call them? Amen. Because it goes on and says here, this man followed Jesus. All he had to do was ask him. He said he asked him, and he got up from the receipt of custom. He became a disciple. Amen. If Jesus is calling you, and you know or not if He's called you to salvation, yes. you know it. He may be calling you right now. All you got to do is get up and go. You may say, well, I'm bowed over like that woman. Well, ask Him to unbow you. Hallelujah. Yes. Ask Him to set you free. It is Independence Day. It is the 4th of July. Hallelujah. Yes. Let Him set you free today, friend. Amen. Come to Him. Amen. It says, uh, why eateth your master with publicans and sinners. See, because it says in 10, and it came to pass as Jesus sat at meat in the house. Apparently he went with, uh, uh, he went with Matthew and he was singing, sitting there. Many publicans and sinners, oh my goodness, sinners, came and sat down with him and his disciples. I guess they expected the disciples, anybody that wanted to walk the righteous path in their mind, and then Jesus himself should run and hide in a corner when the sinners walked in, right? No. We're to embrace them. Come in. You are welcome. Okay. Amen. You know where to come as we are. We have no other choice. How else are we going to come? You might dress up on the outside. You'll just be a dressed up, cleaned up uh, a sinner. You see what I'm saying? You might go and get a baptism. Water baptism, uh, however you have it done. You might have it sprinkled or you might be dipped. But unless you have come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, you're just a wet sinner. <laughs> I want to tell you, you can come to Him and He'll set you free. That's right. Amen. He Amen. will set you free. But the Lord wanted us to show some mercy. You see what I'm saying? It says... Uh, but when Jesus heard that, he heard them saying, Why eateth your masters with publicans and sinners? He says, They that be whole need not a physician, 
but they that are sick. So you Pharisees and others, if you think you're whole, don't worry about it. You won't need it. But they needed it more than Matthew did. They needed the healing more than that woman who was bowed over 18 years did. They needed it more because of their high and lofty attitude and their heart full of pride. Oh, let us never get to the point where we don't think we can reach down and touch some poor soul, some little child or an adult, either one, and they're caught in the throes of sin. Oh, and they're caught in the grip of Satan, and we're too good to darken their door. We're too good. Oh, we're too holy. Oh, we're too righteous, don't you know? No, let us not be that way. Because then we'll know we're sick as well. And we need that physician. Don't you know Jesus is the great physician? Yes, He is. He will heal you and He will heal your soul. Amen. He says, they need not a physician, but they that are sick. But go ye and learn. He's telling them. Go ye and learn what that meaneth. I will have mercy and not sacrifice. For I am not come to call the righteous, but sinners <laughs> to repentance. If you'll turn to it, if you got it, or you can look it up later in Hosea 6, I'll read one verse. Hosea, that's back over near the prophet Daniel in the Old Testament. Praise the Lord. Hosea chapter 6. Let me look here and let you know it's just before Brother Joel. Amen. After Daniel and before Joel. Brother Hosea, what a lovely old name, I tell you. In the book of Hosea, one verse, chapter 6, amen. Verse 6, and it reads, you don't have it, do you there? Okay. It reads, for I desired mercy. This is Old Testament now. For I desired mercy and not sacrifice and the knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. You can bring sacrifice and burn offerings, and that's not what God wants. He wants mercy. That's right. He shares mercy, and He sheds His mercy and grace upon us. What is that old song, Amazing Grace? <laughs> you know, God shed His grace on me. Isn't that right? Yeah. God shed His grace on me. That's right. That's that old song that uh, God bless America. An amazing grace. How sweet the sound. That saved a wretch like me. When you get to the point when you know you're no rich. You got to get lost before you can get saved. <laughs> a lot of people don't realize it. But I believe deep down if they'll truly examine their heart and their life, they'll know they're lost. Just as you know when you're set free. When that woman touched got touched by the master's hand because it says he if I'm not mistaken he came over and he touched her he touched her and Luke there praise the Lord it says he came over and touched her I believe it does say that Luke 13 where she came over to him I just wanted to make sure of that before sheriff that he touched her he laid his hands on her <laughs> amen <clears throat> Verse 13 does say, And he laid his hands on her. His hands. Amen. And immediately she was made straight 
and glorified God. Amen. A lot of times it's just written down in black and white and it'll be written in red and we don't get the full gist of it, it seems. If you're there in person and you're seeing this, your eyes would probably pop out of your head when you see this happens. And you hear her glorifying God. Just like when you get touched by God, some people, all they can do is weep. All they can do is laugh. All they can do is shout. All they can do is sing. Sometimes they do it all at one time. Amen. <laughs> you say, oh, what a mess. Oh, no. What a Savior. Yes. Hallelujah. When He touches you and helps you. Hosea, therefore, I desired mercy and not sacrifice and the knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. Because he said here in Matthew, he brought it over. Don't you know God knows the scriptures? <laughs> yes. he, he says, but go ye, these Pharisees, go ye and learn what that meaneth. I will have mercy and not sacrifice. For I am not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Which category are you in? And don't say I'm along with those old Pharisees because that's even worse. Yeah. But God could save them. He was willing and able to save them as well. Some would get saved. Some would not. Nicodemus and Joseph of Arimathea who came and got the body of Jesus off the cross and put it, on, put it in uh, Joseph of Arimathea's own brand new tomb. tomb. Brand new tomb. It was a family plot, and he donated it. Oh, praise the Lord. He gave it to the Lord's use. Jesus only had to stay there three days and three nights, and he got up out of that grave. I don't believe they ever use it again, do you? No. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. You might feel like, oh, wouldn't, a, wouldn't that be a blessing going and using the tomb? No, no, no. Uh, it was for the Master's use. Oh, when he sent his disciples to say, go and get the colt, the foal of an ass, and bring him to me. And ask you, what need of thee? What meaneth thee loosing the colt? And he told him to say, the master had need of him. That's right. <laughs> oh, he wants you today. He had need of you today. Come, if you have a hard heart like the Pharisees, if you have a broken body like the woman, or like me, double 18 years, being 36 before I gave my heart to Jesus. Finally, praise God, I gave my heart to, the Je to Jesus, the Lord, Jesus Christ. And He touched me. He wants you to show mercy. He puts your heart in a new, a new uh, environment of love and mercy. He wants us to show mercy. They get uptight. They get mad because it's the Sabbath day and the woman was touched. They get all uptight, you know, because he's eating with sinners. <laughs> Thank God. When we, when we say grace around here, he's right here with us. Amen. <laughs> you say, well, you've been saved. Well, praise God. I'm glad of that. But you know what? He was right there when grace was saved before I, uh, said before I got saved. Maybe some little child was saying, God is good. God is great. He was right there listening. Maybe my mama was over visiting. She loved to be with the children. Amen. And maybe she said grace. And it was a sweet little prayer from mama. Amen. She's up there with him now. She was set free. But he, 
he was right there with them. So no matter what kind of condition we're in, we can come to him. I'm glad he's still saving, aren't you? Yes. I'm glad he's still healing, and I'm glad he's still forgiving us when we have a hard heart. Can you say amen? Amen. We're going to let you go today. Happy 4th of July. Let me say, you you know, this is available through Spotify or Breaker or Anchor FM, which is this host uh, for the podcast originally. Or you can access it on your web browser. Any way you access your podcast, you know. I don't know what I'm doing with this stuff, but we're trusting in the Lord to help us through it. Can you say amen? Amen. God bless you. Happy 4th. Happy new birthday if you trusted Christ. And happy Independence Day in your soul if you trust Him for salvation from this day forward. God bless you. We love you. And Hosanna. God save us now. Goodbye. God bless America, land that I love. Stand beside her and guide her through the night with a light from above. From the mountain to the prairies to the ocean white with foam. God bless America, my home, sweet home. God bless America, my home, sweet